This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Guys, odd to wake up this morning and see three tweets among the first five in my feed retiring Jalen Brunson's number at Madison Square <laughs> Garden. I guess beating the Pacers in February is a big deal. Now to a minute 50. One point Indiana lead. Pass nearly picked off by Nimhart. Kept alive by Brunson. Driving into the paint. He's fouled and hits. The continuation and Brunson will hit to the line. I mean... I got nothing to say. What about these New York Knicks, Gino? Yeah. I mean, at minimum, you could say they're fun, and let's find out exactly what the ceiling could be. Jalen Brunson, emotional last night. Chance of MVP in the garden. We welcome in the co-host of BetMGM tonight. You hear her weeknights here on the Fan Rochester. Trista, it's been too long. How you been? Way too long. I miss y'all. Miss you, too. Tell us a little bit about what you're thinking here with the New York Knicks, because... It's been a while since Nick fans have felt this way about a team. Brunson seems to be a, a catalyst for, for something special here, and you've got a great coach in Thibodeau. What's the ceiling for this Knicks team, Trista? Oh, I mean, you're talking about a team I would not be surprised if they were in the Eastern Conference Finals, especially with this Embiid injury. The Knicks have found a way to find a pass-first point guard who can actually score, get you buckets down the stretch, but who is a leader and, and a culture builder, which that's really hard to find. A guy who's you know as small as Jalen Brunson but plays a lot bigger, can set the tone on offense and on defense. He's not the best defender, but he's not a negative defender. He's the perfect Thibodeau disciple. You know, He's known Thibodeau since he was a toddler, right, with his dad playing for the Knicks back when he was a, a youngster. So, hey, you add that and you add Dante DiVincenzo, who he played with at Villanova, uh, you add Josh Hart, who we played with at Villanova. Both of those guys, the Knicks got for a song. The OG Ananobi trade was massive. I think that's going to be super meaningful in the playoffs when you know it's a half court game and everything gets much more condensed in the paint. I think it's better for Julius Randle as well. I hope he gets better as soon as possible. But I, I think that this is a team I wouldn't be surprised giving fits to a team like the Celtics. Yeah, Trista, I, it's so excited. Like, I'm making an appointment tomorrow night where 8.30 Eastern time, you get the Knicks taking on the, on the Lakers. We were debating this earlier, though. Um, 
could this team be peaking too soon? Maybe the idea that Thibodeau works it works these guys hard, and that you know, that you know the postseason they might get tripped up here. Uh, I mean, yes and and no. I think it's a it's an interesting notion, but you're talking about Villanova guys who and and OG and Obi who played for Nick Nurse, and Nick Nurse loves to run his guys into the ground too. So if anyone can withstand that load, I think it's them. Uh, you know, you know how how tough playing at a at a place like Villanova is, and like what the reputation has been under Jay Wright. So, no, I don't know that they're even peaking. I think that they're just continuing to maintain at a time where they're down Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, and OG Ananobi, and they're still. You know, what is it, nine games in a row that they've won? Tristy, you mentioned the Sixers, and, you know, there's no doubt that the uh, Embiid injury hurts them a little bit here. We were debating earlier what the course of action could be for the Sixers here, because I think if you're a Sixers fan, you've seen this movie before, and you can kind of, you know, predict how this plays out, where Embiid comes back maybe at some point in the middle of March, but he doesn't ever really feel right, and then you see the Sixers exit the playoffs in the first or second round. Yeah, I think you have to get Joel Embiid 100% healthy, right? And there's a bunch of different ways that you can go with a meniscus issue. You can, you know, clip it a little bit, which I think that there's some possible, you know, damage that could be done there. You can remove it completely, which I don't think is advisable. I think that was like a very old school mentality that guys like Brandon Roy did. Uh, And then you can try to use physical therapy to get it back right, but that takes a lot longer to get the knee back to being able to get onto the court. But if I'm Embiid, if I'm the Sixers, and you've got Tyrese Maxey, who is as young as he is, and all these, like, all this, I guess, excitement, upside, and culture that you're building, I don't think you rush him back, man, especially considering that Embiid has had, you know, lower body injuries his entire career in the NBA. So you just have to wait, be patient, and don't rush him back, and, and hope that everything that you've been building for the first 45 games continues to be true middle of March, early April. So when you say don't rush him back, this isn't the kind of injury that would you would consider shutting him down for, making sure that he's 100% healthy to start next season, would you, Trista? I don't know enough about the injury, so I can't say that's like directly. They're being very cagey about what the actual injury is. So I'd be remiss to like give out a, an action plan and put my Dr. Crick goggles on. <laughs> Uh, but as of as of now, I don't think that this is something you have to shut him down for the full year for. Trista Crick, uh, BetMGM tonight. You hear weeknights uh, here on the fan as well as the Odyssey app. And uh, gosh, I loved your rant this week on the, the Sacramento Kings getting overlooked here for the All-Star game. Like, Trista, I can understand this like if we were, you know, three, four years ago. But this is a top contender out West. Yeah, it's insane. It's honestly... I knew it was going to happen to one of them. I just didn't think it was going to happen to both Fox and Sabonis. And listen, like, Carl Anthony Towns has had a fine year, but he's not even the best big man on his own team. Rudy Gobert should have been an all-star over Carl Anthony Towns. How do we know that? Because we've had this team before Rudy Gobert, and they were a playing team, and now they're the number one defense in the NBA. So this is, this is a, a testament to what Chris Finch has been able to do, adding Rudy Gobert in. So you've got that. Then you've got Paul George, which I'm not sure necessarily if you would consider the Clippers to have two All-Stars. You've also got Anthony Davis, who's been great. But listen, like they're a nine seed. I don't know how you you make the case 
besides LeBron James off of, you know, his streak alone of being an all-star because they're just too far down the standings. And that's why De'Aaron Fox wasn't an all-star even earlier because of team success. And and that was the excuse. There always feels like that there's a changing of the goalposts on the Sacramento Kings in terms of how they get the accolades. You mentioned the Lakers are a nine seed now. That nine seed went into Boston and beat up on the Celtics. So I guess my question is less about the Lakers and more about Boston. Can Boston be a championship team when it feels like they might have a deficiency in coaching? Oh man, I don't. I don't believe in them. I've said this since really they they got rid of Ime Udoka. That everything that I liked about Boston went out the door. Jason Tatum is is just not one of those players that when it's crunch time in an important game and I'm I'm pretty sure we've talked about that before <laughs> when it's the fourth quarter of a playoff game I just don't know how often you can rely on Jason Tatum to put his head down and take the ball to the hoop he settles too often for these jumpers 30 foot contested jumpers at that these step backs and until this team plays differently and not so isolation focused much more team basketball much more clicking on all cylinders, I can't trust them like outside of the regular season just being a very good team. Trista, um, you know, the Lakers are taking on the Knicks tomorrow night. They win last night, got them back to 500. Yay. Like any other team you're talking about, this ain't good enough. Let's shake this up. Is there anything real to this talk of LeBron moving to, first it was Miami, now it's Cleveland, or will LeBron just want to go somewhere where he can play with his son uh, you know, to wrap up his career? What are your thoughts here on LeBron James and how this is going to play out for the Lakers this season? Just a bunch of poppycock, really. I think it's just, you know, internet chatter. And I think LeBron James, anytime he posts a meme, people want to figure out, you know, what that is. And, you know, Rich Paul said to ESPN earlier this uh, today that, like, this is just nonsense. We, we don't want to go anywhere. LeBron's not being traded. We don't want to have him traded. So I, I don't see LeBron James going anywhere else this year or next. But the Lakers in general, we don't give enough criticism to. You know, Jeannie Buss and her cronies, really, making decisions not for the best interest of the roster, but just based on what they want to do on whatever. I don't even know what their real perspective is on how to build a roster. They can't figure out a way to put shooters around Braun. They haven't found a serviceable point guard because LeBron likes playing point guard, even though he's not as effective as it uh, at at that position. So I I really don't know how you fix the Lakers. And that sounds crazy considering they just went to the Western Conference Finals last year. But I think that was a bit of a fluke. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Trista, as we're catching up with Trista Crick here in our NBA headlines uh, from the Bet MGM Tonight Show, you can hear it every weeknight here on the Fan Rochester. What went down in Milwaukee here over the last couple of weeks? Oh man! So first and foremost, it goes back to training camp when you hired Adrian Griffin, and 
he came up under Nick Nurse in Toronto, right? He's AJ Griffin's dad. And the rumors of it, that MB didn't, or that um, Giannis, excuse me, didn't want Nick Nurse to coach their team. So they ended up giving him Adrian Griffin almost like as a, okay, are you accepting this? So, yes. Then they bring on Terry Stotts on the team, and that was supposed to be this awesome partnership back with Damian Lillard, who he was, you know, they were partnered together for nine years on the Blazers when that was his head coach. Mm -hmm. And Adrian Griffin and Terry Stotts got into it, and Terry Stotts quit, I think, like three or four days before the season began <laughs> over something dumb at shoot-around. I, I knew that there was problems with his ego and his leadership style as a first-year first head coach when something like that happened. And over time, you could see it in his coaching abilities. He just didn't really find a way to put together a good defense. The rest of the team essentially staged a coup like five days into it. And... Ultimately, this isn't a team that you can really say has a lot of time to wait because both of their star players are in the middle or tail end of what their championship window looks like, and they're not willing to wait around in Milwaukee. So I don't know why they hired Doc Rivers, though, yeah. uh, who they hired as a consultant to help Adrian Griffin because he's no better than Adrian Griffin in terms of success. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Trista, um, are you heading out to Vegas here? I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun next week. Your, your thoughts here on, on the Super Bowl? And, you know, it, we'll be listening to you all next week. But, uh, you know, how do we make a little money off of this, do you think? Yes, we're going to be in Vegas. We're going to be at the Mandalay Bay Poker Room mm -hmm. every single night from 4 to 8 Pacific, 7 to 11, obviously, East Coast time. So if anyone's in town for that, come say hi. I think we're going to have a live audience. Uh, I, I still like the Chiefs, guys. I can't can't really rule out Patrick Mahomes under any circumstance. I don't know how he's an underdog continually through the playoffs. I guess you could say each game was its own story in terms of why they were not favored. But it's just the same old thing. That's, that defense is elite. Travis Kelsey shows up when it matters most. There's going to be a lot of fanfare. But the truth of the matter is Patrick Mahomes is protected by the refs. He's going to use his legs. They're going to give the ball to, to Isaiah Pacheco. And I'm sure there's going to be some sort of heartbreaking way that the Niners blow it. And it might have to do with the ref. So I actually took the Chiefs on the money line. I also took the Chiefs minus seven at plus 320. I just don't see a scenario where the Chiefs go home sad and the Niners win. I, I think it's a great analysis, Trista. And, and the more you think about it, if you really kind of break it down and, and, and think about how this could go, how do you bet against the Chiefs? How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes, especially when you have Brock Purdy on the other side who, look, it's a great story, but it's just not the same level of talent. Yeah, he's, I mean, we've already seen Patrick Mahomes take down Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson. I mean, Brock Purdy is not the best of those three. We'll just say that. Yeah, last time I saw Trista, she was... Coming up for the Cincinnati game, it was cold, it was snowy, and, and Trista this year was another disappointing end. From where you sit, it's a loaded question I'm going to ask you, but, you, but your thoughts on the Bills here. What is it going to take for us in Western New York to finally get over this hump? Don't get, hold back either. Yeah. Well, I think obviously health is a big, big reason, and that's, that's key. You've had two years now where there's been – tons of defensive injuries and the pass rush hadn't been as good as it needed to be in order to get stops. Now the defense came to play 
against Kansas City, and you probably should have won that game. It played out exactly like I imagined it in my own head, except for Josh Allen took deep shots down to the end zone instead of going underneath to Stephon Diggs when he was wide open. Yeah. And you wanted to have zero time on the, on the clock uh, when, when you score to go up against Kansas City. You can't give them not a second, as we know. So that's key. I think there's got to be another wide receiver on this team outside of Stephon Diggs that you can really, really rely on. Like, Khalil Shakir is great. Dave Davis, great. Like, but I say great in kind of a disparaging way. Like, not <laughs> a number one wide receiver kind of a way. And Stephon Diggs hasn't been great. He hasn't been himself this year. They force-fed him the first four or five weeks of the year. Then he was on a milk carton. And then he's just having crucial jo- drops in the middle of a playoff game. So, I think we need to take a hard look at the receiver room and probably a hard look at whether this is the right coaching staff from top to bottom to get over the hump. Trista, you're fantastic. We really appreciate you carving out some time for us here in Rochester. Wish you safe travels to Vegas, and we'll be listening in on your coverage on BetMGM tonight there. Where did you say you are going to be at the Mandalay Bay? Mandalay Bay Poker Room every so night, jealous. Monday through Friday. Come say hi. Wow. So jealous, man. I, I, now, it's been a long time since I've been to Vegas, but I think Mandalay Bay had like an elite pool. Like, if I'm not mistaken, like an elite like outdoor setting at Mandalay Bay as well. I'm, I'm sure you're going to enjoy your time there, uh, Trista, and, and we wish you safe travels. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Trista. There she is, Trista Crick. Hear her on BetMGM tonight here on The Fan Rochester and all next week, live from Vegas. Next that, week's going to be crazy. Like, you like sports radio, like Radio Row. <laughs> like, you might have the best Radio Row ever. Yeah. Yeah. And hard to, you know, you don't have to twist a lot of arms to get them to go spend some time in Vegas. Just a couple of days. Not too much time. Just this a is, couple of this days. This is not Minneapolis, yeah, folks. Just a couple of days. We, we have uh, Steph Diggs audio. Maybe we can play that on the other side. Here. All right. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll we'll uh, get into what Diggs said earlier today from uh, the Pro Bowl happy hours around the corner round of shots as well. And you can pull up a stool and join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line with Valentine's Day coming up. Check out Good Smoke's Sweetheart Deal. That's a 1130 to 9 on February 14th on Valentine's Day. The sweetheart deal available for dining and takeout. And you can treat that special person in your life to a sweetheart of a deal that includes three meats, two sides, two cornbread, complimentary champagne if you're dining in, and two cupcakes for $32.99. Encouraging some reservations at goodsmokebbq.com. And Valentine's Day falls on a wacky wing Wednesday as well. Buy one, get one. Dining wings also available. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester and goodsmokebbq.com. You're listening to The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 